There's simply no better place to get all the news in the Big Ten Conference than with Nate Dickinson of the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. Follow the Locked On Big Ten Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, on today's episode of Locked On Spartans, simple, two commits, two mailbag questions. Let's get you into the week, guys. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. August 9th, yes, that is a Monday, and folks, you know what that means? (laughs) That's right, 25 days until the Spartans kick off against the Wildcats in Evanston, on what should be a fun-filled Friday night. Uh, and in less exciting news, um, yeah, another week of Lockdown Spartans here to start it off. Not necessarily as fun as kickoff of the football season, but hey, I'm going to try to be the next best thing here. Um, guys, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast um, if you ever want to reach out. Locked on Spartans at gmail.com. Got some very flattering words from a few listeners last week. Thank you so much for the kind remarks. Yes, uh, I, I have made one week through of being the solo host for this show, but not without help of some extraordinary guests along the way and some awesome guests to roll into this week as well. I do got to be upfront though. I, I have learned a big lesson here uh, just in one week of being a solo host. And that lesson is. Never uh, promote uh, the next day's podcast unless you are 1,000% sure that it is indeed going to run because uh, I promoted that we were going to have a fun day Friday show last week and, well, everything kind of blew up and, all right, we'll just move that fun day Friday to a fun day Monday one. Well, I'll be damned. Uh, (laughs) Even uh, more fires broke out, good fires, you know, two commitments, uh, broke out over the weekend, and now we're going to even push that episode back a further day. I'm going to call it Tuesday, but that's going to be a soft commitment date. Regardless, hey, it was an awesome show. Uh, me and John Kirby of The Only Colors and The Only Podcast, and we had a hoot and a half. So whenever that episode drops, uh, it'll definitely be one of the lighter-hearted ones, a lot more laughs. But hoo-hoo, on this Monday, no, we have no time for laughs. Two Two commitments. To the green and white, that's that is no joking manner. And then after today's episode, guys, uh, you know I'm going to cut against the grain. I said never promote anything unless you're for sure it's going to happen. Allow me to promote the rest of the week. Uh, we have some great guests on. Like I said, we have David Klein of SpartanHoops.com. We're going to talk about the Trayvon Holloman commitment, what he likes about his game later this week. We got Justin Thind to talk about all things basketball and football. And you're definitely going to know this name. Uh, we're going to have Keith Nickel on sometime this week as well to talk about uh, he's doing extraordinary things in his professional career. And uh, come on. Uh, of course, we're going to talk about his Michigan State playing days as well. One more time, guys. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, wherever you beautiful people get your podcast. And let's get rocking and rolling here. Uh, I'm sure that you kind of figure we were alluding to it pretty hard going into the weekend. That yes, Jaden Mangum was going to be the next commit for Michigan State, and after a slight you know delay on Sunday, as we're all just waiting for this high school kid to make his college decision, he eventually does commit to Michigan State. How fun's that? Uh, we'll go through his measurables again. Of course, he's the four-star athlete out of Birmingham Groves, six foot three, hundred and ninety pounds. 
Uh, that is the second highest rated recruit of the cycle for Mel Tucker and the Michigan State Spartans, sandwiched between, of course, friend of the program, Alex Van Sumeren, and Antonio Gates Jr. Now that means, guys, that right now MSU has three of the top ten players in the state committed, as Mr. Mangum is rated as, I believe, last I checked, the number seven kid in the state of Michigan. They also have Gates Jr., who's ranked number eight, and Van Sumeren, who's ranked number four. Little known fact, uh, that's more than any other school has in this moment. That's right. Notre Dame right now is the only other school with at least two top ten kids in the state of Michigan committed. Michigan has one. Arkansas has one. Because, of course, when you think Michigan football recruiting, you think, oh, Arkansas is going to get some kids from this state. Duh, that goes without saying. Um, yeah, so Mel Tucker and company have definitely made their mark in Michigan. Um, really, in a short amount of time. I mean, only been able to have kids on campus since June. But, hey, good showing from the second year of the coaching staff, no doubt about it. Um, a little bit about Mangum's game. Uh, no doubt the kid's fast. Uh, he you know, runs track, it grows as well. He's got nice long strides. Uh, he plays receiver. He plays a little bit of defensive back as well. And... When you think receiver and defensive back, I I swear I'm not just saying this name because, well, it's easy to just, you know, borrow a two-way guy from not too long ago. But his body type also kind of reminds me of him, too, and just, like, the way he plays as well. Tony Lippett. I, I see a lot of Tony Lippett in his game when I'm watching film. Uh, incredible receiver. Good at really just high-pointing the ball on offense, on defense. I, yeah, he, the guy knows how to close a gap. Uh, there's a few hiccups. Not on his part, uh, on his teammates' part, where maybe they blow an assignment, but oh my goodness gracious, Mangum is there to clean up for them. Uh, he's a big hitter, great closing speed. Um, so yeah, I what's not to like about his game? Uh, of course, he, he's a four-star kid, highly sought after. He had offers from Alabama, Florida, you might have heard of those programs. But in the end, it, it did come down to... Uh, West Virginia, Illinois was in there, Nebraska was in there. He threw Michigan in his commitment video as well. Um, yeah, goes without saying that pretty highly sought after kid. Of course, he's a four-star kid, top 300 in the nation. And so what does that do for Michigan State now as a whole? Well, not only does it bring them to 18 kids committed in the class, it also brings them to, and I'm going to build this up with a drum roll, 15th in the nation. 15th in the nation right now for their recruiting class. Now, I, I will dump a small shot glass of cold water on there. That's not going to last. Um, they're 15th because they do have 18 kids committed. But regardless, when the dust settles, that this will be a pretty solid class that you're going to feel very happy about. Especially with, you know, June is when uh, campus visits started. You weren't able to have kids visit last year at all. And also, guys, I hate to bring it up as much as you hate to hear it, you're coming off a two-win season. Like, I mean, that is still a, a great, great recruiting job from Mel Tucker to get who he has here. Um, it's funny. Uh, I'm taking these rankings off 24-7 sports, of course, as we get most of our rankings from. Um, they are 15th in the nation, like I said. Here's a little wrinkle in here. Um, the guy who we're going to talk about next segment... Uh, yes, Trey Holloman, the basketball player. 
He's he's added in here actually as, as part of the group of kids that are committed to Michigan State for football. With that said, he has no plans of playing football at Michigan State as of now. Of course, anything can change. But uh, really, hey, I, I hope that's a good segue into the next segment just to talk about how uh, athletically gifted this Trey Holloman kid is. Because uh, right now, I mean, uh, he plays defensive back at his high school over in Minnesota. And if he was to play football at Michigan State, he would be the fifth highest rated commit in the Spartans class right now. So, uh, hey, good on you, Trey Holloman. You had your pick between basketball and football. And you're just going to decide to be incredible at basketball in college. You know, oh, ho-hum. So, long story short, yes, MSU is at 18 commits. They are looking at a pretty damn good class right now. The average rating is somewhere uh, .8679. That's almost a full tenth higher than, no, wait, I'm doing math, bad, bad math here. No, full hundredth of a point higher than last year. Let me just say for you so you guys understand. Last year was .8565. This year, .8679. That's why I have a podcast and talk about sports uh, in my free time. Uh, I'm not a mathematician whatsoever. So 10th, 100th, 1,000th, what have you. Any way you spin it, things are looking okay right now for this class. Um, All right, guys. We will be back in a hot, hot second. But I got to talk to you beautiful people. Yes, you. That's that's you that I'm talking about. About Stat Hero. That's right, Stat Hero. I'm stalling for time to get my ad read up as the page loads. That's right, guys. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. All right. Buckle up. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and then dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. How fun is that? You name your stakes Winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. Name anyone else that does that. I dare you to name anyone else that does that. Do you know what? Don't even waste your time because no one does that. That's right. That is right. And that is why they are going to be the leader in daily fantasy sports. And Stat Hero, guys, is just far beyond anything else that you'll find out there. Try it. I, I, I dare you to try it. You'll be wasting your time because Stat Hero is king. At Stat Hero, you are in control. It is the daily fantasy sports the way it was meant to be. Just one-on-one, mono-e-mono. You against them, baby. That's right. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Sign up for free. And right now, you get three times back on your first play. That's right. They're giving you a 300% match. Unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Stathero.com slash locked on. All right, so nice little surprise here uh, to get our weekend maybe started. I don't, okay, mid-afternoon on Saturday. So uh, take us over the hump of the weekend, a very nice surprise here. And I say surprise not because we didn't expect this kid to commit to Michigan State. All, all indications were looking pretty good for Tom Izzo and company regarding Trey Holloman. Um, but this was expected to happen sometime early fall. I, I mean, September, maybe creeping into October. It, it was not supposed to happen on this beautiful August weekend that we had. But you know what? Dang it. I, I'm, I'm going to be okay with it. Uh, Trey, you, you're, you're forgiven for your surprise. No, on a serious note, this, this is a, it's a great pickup for Michigan State. Um, we've talked about it 
uh, on this podcast, I, I mean, let's not lie to each other. There, there's been a little bit of a light panic in the MSU online streets, too, regarding the 2022 MSU basketball class. And this this is a nice start. No doubt about it. I mean, I, I, I can't sugarcoat it for, for either of you fine people. Um, we're getting the number 11th ranked point guard in the country per 24-7 sports composite. A top 70 recruit, and yes, of course, a four-star with a .9709 rating. Ooh, that's very nice. The number one rated player in the state of Minnesota. Yes, that is what we are getting in six-foot, two-point guard, Trey Holloman. What really stands out with him, though, is the wingspan. No question about it. If you've seen any of his highlights on YouTube, whether it be from his high school season, uh, Nike Eyeball Circuit, what have you, the guy's got arms for days. And what does that do? Well, obviously, it adds a nice little wrinkle to your perimeter defense. He is tough to get by. Lock down defender on the perimeter and yes that's right that means he's a ding ding okg baby he's our kind of guy that is what michigan state is looking for someone that's a nasty dog on the perimeter on defense and that is what you get in holloman what else do you get well i would say he's a pretty good passer uh he's definitely lauded for his passing ability too his uh, playmaking ability, finding the open shooter, driving through the lane, finding windows that really uh, aren't even there. I, I, I heard a few people refer to him very Denzel Valentinian. Ooh, <laughs> I think that worked out okay for Michigan State back then. Yes, that's a lot of pressure to put on him, and no, I wouldn't expect him to be essentially that good, National Player of the Year good. But no, the, the kid's got a great eye for the game, especially being as young as he is so yeah hey Trey Holloman thank you very much for your commitment that is a nice start here to the 2022 class and where does that leave Michigan State right now um, as we know they got roughly 17 scholarships to burn up here the real number is actually four right now as things stand for the 2022 class they got a lot of flexibility right now it is a very uh, interesting addition to the team because uh, ideally you can have Holloman, along with Tyson Walker, A.J. Hogard, and Jaden Akins. Those are four guys that are all capable of bringing the ball up and being the point guard. Uh, my guess, just on math alone, uh, you'll see probably two of those four names on the court at any given time here in the near future. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm stoked about this commitment, no doubt. Uh, great passer, awesome defender. The, the one thing that I might have... Three percent pause on is it, it's not necessarily he's a bad shooter, but it, it's it's nothing that's gonna get him, you know, recruited to a, a Duke or a Michigan State or a Kentucky or anything like that. Shooting can use a little bit of work, and I say that I a little bit hung up on that because I, you could also say the same too with AJ Hogard. Uh, Akins, he doesn't have a bad shot, but it's definitely not a plus. It's probably a neutral shot right now. Tyson Walker, 35% shooter in his two years at Northeastern, so that's another thing as well. Not bad, but not a lead. So these are four point guards, four ball handlers that shooting, okay, it's not necessarily a strength. And by the time the 2022-2023 season rolls around, Tyson Walker and Malik Hall, Julius Marble. Matty Sissoko, A.J. Hogard, Pierre Brooks, Max Christie, Jaden Akins, and now Trey Holloman. 
I, I didn't necessarily name a ton of Deadeye shooters there, necessarily. Now, okay, I said 3% worry because the other 97%, yes, I understand, like I said earlier, you, you do have four scholarships to burn up. Whether that's through the transfer market, whether that's going to be a kid that you still have your eye on, that you are going to commit, or that you're going to recruit to commit here. Um, yeah, basically what I'm trying to say is, next step, hopefully we get some shooters involved. Um, yeah, we'll have David Klein in later uh, this week. He did an awesome job breaking down his game at SpartanHoops.com. Uh, definitely has been watching him for a very long time. He's been uh, on the Holloman hype train for quite some time, so it'll be uh, a fun chat with him later this week. But until then, yeah, this is definitely something you could be pretty fired up about, no doubt. Um, hey, <laughs> so I'll, I'll take any any inkling of good news with the 2022 recruiting class, and this is more than an inkling. This is a, a pretty nice splash here for, for Izzo and the gang. Uh, really quick, there was one other piece of notable news before the weekend regarding Michigan State and their recruiting. Um, Jalen Duran commits to Memphis. Yes, the number one rated kid for next year's class has committed to Memphis, picking them over oh, a host of schools, uh, Kentucky, Miami, the G League, New Zealand, eh, probably straight to the NBA for all I care. Now, why does that affect Michigan State? Well... Monty Bates is the number two guy, and he also, as you might remember, he has Memphis in his final four as well, paired next to Oregon, Michigan State, and just saying, screw it all, I'm going to the G League. That's his final four. Um, I originally thought that, well, why on earth would he want to share the court with the, the number one superstar in the following year's class? Like, that would make no sense. Okay, Matt, how about you just think for three seconds before you open your mouth and send that to one of your buddies because your buddy will remind you that, well, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's that's right. Uh, Amani and Jalen Duren were on the same AAU team for the Nike Eyeballs uh, tournament. So it's not like they don't have experience together or that he really does care that much, which is interesting because I, there's rumors that that might be why Aikens was asked to leave UFC Prep is because there was some rift over who's going to be the guy. It sounds like that maybe this isn't an issue anymore all of a sudden. Maybe him and Duran would coexist together. So does it sway the needle towards Memphis? Uh, it might a little bit. But then again, even a little bit of news uh, surrounding the Imani Bates saga is definitely newsworthy because, oh boy, I, no one knows anything going on with that whole ordeal. So, yeah, that's uh, that's all I can offer you guys. Hopefully uh, that's enough to smooth you over for your Amani Bates itch that I can scratch. All right, we will be back with a pair of mailbag questions, Some, something just nice and easy to coast into the Monday with. But first, I got to talk to you people. That's right, about Built Bar. Built Bar. Guys, you've heard us talk about Built Bar for Lord knows how long. Uh, you already know that they have amazing, amazing flavors. They got nine right now. Nine delicious flavors. I'll just rattle through them right now. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted, caramel. And guys, right now for a limited time, they got, they got the Rocky Road flavor up there. I, I would definitely get that before it's gone, if it's not already gone by now. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. That is right, baby. That is a barrel of numbers that sound pretty good in a protein bar. You know what else sounds good, guys? Go into BuiltBar.com and using promo code LOCKEDON, 
No, I'm sorry. Locked 15. Locked 15. Locked 15. I'm going to catch myself in my tracks here. Locked 15 and you will get 15% off your first order. Promo code LOCKED15. That is 15% off a delicious pack of Built Bars at BuiltBar.com. I'll say it one more time. Locked 15. 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And also, guys, don't sit on the sidelines. Get in it with BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. And you know what? Golf, too. They don't have this in the ad read, but i got to shout out my favorite sport to bet on that I'm still really bad at. Golf. One time for them. Uh, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sideline anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Playoffs? Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is a 50% welcome bonus. Ooh, that's nice. BetOnline.ag, your online sports Book experts with the promo code locked on. That is locked on to unlock that 50% welcome bonus, baby. That's right. BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Gang, uh, once again here, if you ever have any questions, um, locked on Spartans at gmail.com, Sheehan underscore sports on Twitter, or you can take the Alex route and find me on Instagram, which is a very underwhelming page to follow. Unless you just love being blasted with pictures of uh, a roughly nine and a half month old uh, child, of course my son, uh, then yeah, go for it. Because Alex slid into my Instagram DMs with this great mailbag question right off the top here. He asked uh, if you had to change the artwork design of the end zones and basketball court, what would you change them to? He said I would make the script state logo in the end zone, but with the lettering being green and the rest of the end zone white. For basketball court, I'd make the center logo the Gruff Sparty, but the court would be all white. <laughs> Love that. To give us some big time home court advantage is what he says. Um, yeah, you know what? It's really tough to argue against the script state in the end zone, right? I mean, just with the all white end zone, the, the green script lettering would be fantastic. But just to cut against the grain here, if I could take a second stab at it, like a second choice... I would not be opposed to, like, nothing written in the end zone. Kind of like how Tennessee has the checkerboard, or I think Notre Dame has, like, the hash lines. Or any just classic old-school end zone like that, but except you do, like, that little Greek accent that they have. They would do it on the sleeves of the pro combat jersey time to time, or the outline of the Mateen-era Reebok jerseys. Like, that that's the, the accent that I'm thinking of right there. That would be cool, just to pattern an entire end zone with that. Uh, so if you're going to do, like, actual writing, it, it's got to be script state. No, no doubt. And and I say that as someone that's, like, weird about the branding, too. Like, I think script state should only be a basketball thing. But it is very clear that they are using it for football as well. So, hey, if you're going to use it, screw it. Just lean fully into it. Throw her in the end zones. No question about it. And actually, I think that the Gruff Sparty, if you're going to do that old-school look script state in the end zone... Put Gruff Sparty at the center of the field right there. Not sure how it would look. I'm sure with all the cleat marks on it, it would look, uh, oh my goodness gracious, like Sparty went to Chernobyl by the time five minutes even cross uh, on the clock. 
But hey, just think I'll say good luck for kickoff. Uh, that would be tough to turn down right there. As far as basketball goes, and I will... I, I will scream at you about this until I'm blue in the face, but I, I cannot believe they got rid of the basketballs at, at the top of the key. Like, that was such a cool, old-school, unique look for Breslin Center that it sucks that they got rid of it. I, it was awesome. I'm talking like the Paul Davis, Drew Neitzel, Chris Hill era. Oh, man, that was that was the best. Uh, hopefully, all you remember what I'm talking about. If not, then holy smokes. If, if you can't remember what that looks like, then that means I'm getting really old. And that doesn't sit well with me whatsoever. So, yeah, I, listen, do whatever you got to do for the rest of the court. Um, I don't know about make it white, although I guess you can make it look okay. I've seen crazier courts. I mean, just look at Oregon's. Um, yeah, hey, just throw the basketballs at the top of the key, and I'm happy with whatever you want to do for the rest of the court. So that's, uh, yeah, I'm not picky. I just want basketballs back in my life. Um, the second question here comes from Todd on email. That's right. Thank you, Todd. T-Dog. Appreciate it. Uh, he asks, simply put, uh, let's say you're not a big baller and you have a limited budget to buy tickets for Spartan Stadium. Where on earth in the stadium would you recommend sitting? Where on earth in the stadium would I recommend sitting? Uh, hey, you know what? You come to the right place because uh, contrary to popular belief, um, not necessarily clear in six figures, uh, a week with the podcast, so I am the more frugal ticket buyer uh, when I go to games. But that doesn't mean I always sit in those seats. Like, if it's November and a lot of the green seats are empty, whoo Be slick. Jump in there. Anyway, if you're going to sit in the actual ticket, ticketed seat that you buy, it's all about preference because the upper deck, you can get really good seats there around like the 30, 40, 50 yard line for a reasonable price. You get a nice bird's eye view. If you're an X's and O's guy, you like to see the plays unfold. You like to see the line movement. You like to see the the cover three defense get into action. If, if you like that point of view, then I would highly recommend that. However, while I do have an appreciation for everything I just said, I, I am more of the atmosphere guy. And that's definitely what you get in the lower bowl, no matter where you sit. For the longest time, I had season tickets in Section 16, which is right behind the South Upright. So that's what I would go with. I would go with somewhere in the South end zone if you're not looking to break the bank. Because A, uh, it's lower bowl. The atmosphere can't be beat. And B, South end zone specifically, you get close to the student section. With that said, maybe if you're a family man and you're bringing young kids to the game... Have a great time on the north side of the, the end zone. Um, I don't have to be the bearer of bad news and tell you a secret that uh, language is a little different by the student section. But, hey, that's what makes it fun, baby. So that's that's kind of what I'm about right there is just Lorbel, south end zone, great time, great vibes, great price. Um, and also, too, best part about it. You get the new-ish bathrooms at the South End Zone as well. It is impossible for me to talk about the South End Zone without talking about how great the restrooms are there. Awesome situation, so that is where I'm going with that. Uh, As far as Breslin Center goes, I know you didn't ask about this, but I'll just throw this in anyway. Um, Lower Bowl is pretty much not an option here, uh, unless you're looking to spend north of hundreds of dollars. Um, There's really not a bad place (laughs) in in Breslin Center, because you're probably going to be subjected to the aluminum benches. I've sat in the aluminum benches so many times that I'm just accustomed to it. I mean, yeah, you're literally above the rafters, but hey, well, once you do it once or twice, 
you'll never notice a difference. It's 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 old hat. So go for it. Just enjoy it. It's a great atmosphere, no matter where you sit in Breslin Center, which is very nice about that arena. So that's what I got for you guys. Uh, if you guys need any other tips how to be just super frugal uh, with your money and Michigan State tickets, <laughs> hey, hit me up. I got you, baby. All right, guys. Betting on the Spartans doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, Ron team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you beautiful people get your podcast. All right, guys, full week of shows this week. That's right, five days a week. <laughs> we are locked and loaded and ready to go. A lot of great guests coming up for you guys. All right, go green.